Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of 1900 Nerdy Talk. It's me again, y'all. It's Joe, all by myself. But I'm not by myself because I'm here with you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in again. Sit back, relax, enjoy the show. We got a lot to talk about tonight. A lot to talk about. It has been a crazy couple weeks. A lot of stuff going on. Obviously, we're in the holiday seasons. Seasons? Season right now. And so, uh, Dr. J's got performances and rehearsals and Brando's got performances and rehearsals uh, with his wife, Michaela, and their dance studio. They got a big production coming up here pretty soon. Uh, Stay tuned for announcements for that because I'm sure we'll be plugging that on here as well. Um, It has been uh, my it was my wedding anniversary this week. We had something up at the church uh, prepping for um, we're doing a pretty cool uh, give back uh, for the holidays that we we do every year. And so we were prepping for that Monday. Tuesday was my anniversary. So me and the wife uh, went out on the town, had a good time, had a babysitter. My parents, shout out to Gigi and Pappy, came over and watched the kids yesterday evening. And um, we went and hung out and uh, ate really good, really good, too good, honestly. Um, and then, so it's Wednesday. For you guys, it's Thursday evening. But for me, it is Wednesday evening. Um, and it has been pretty eventful day. Um I have some stuff I want to talk about tonight. I got some some audio clips from from the boys. I've got some. Uh, I, I have a very special uh, Chewbacca cup question that somebody sent in. So we actually got an audio clip of that, which would be pretty cool. Uh, something new there. Uh, but right before I came upstairs to um, to sit down and record, breaking news uh, it dropped, and everybody's losing their minds. Uh, the MCU uh, seems to. According to multiple sources, um, uh, seems to have found their Reed Richards and the Mandalorian himself, uh, Mr. Pedro Pascal, will be playing Reed Richards, Mr. Fantastic, for the upcoming Fantastic Four movies uh, and as well as other MCU properties that I'm sure that uh, he will show up in. Uh, that is phenomenal, in my opinion. I think that is absolutely phenomenal. Love Pedro Pascal. Obviously, everything he does is fantastic. And he had a crazy awesome year uh, last year with The Last of Us and Mando. And and was that last year or the year before last? It's all kind of blurring together right now. But uh, just a phenomenal actor and um, one of those guys that when he's involved with a project, he just represents the brand well. Um, So if this is, it looks like it has been confirmed, like, uh, that is huge. That is a big get. That is big news for the MCU. Um, and uh, I, I I am absolutely tickled with that. If, uh, if if you are not, we'd love to hear about it. I'd love to hear why. Um, I just texted the boys about it a few minutes ago, so I've not quite got their reaction yet. I have a couple other text groups that I'm in um, have already started uh, singing their praises uh, to this hire. So it was a big hire. Obviously, last week was kind of kind of wild for the MCU. They had a lot of stuff dropping with the the Loki finale, and then we had uh, the Marvels come out as well. 
uh, lots of stuff. But, um, uh, you know, we, <laughs> me and my wife and I were kind of talking about this today. Um, but, you know, we're deep into the <clears throat> deep into the Christmas season. Which brings on coughing. I'm I'm almost over this cold, by the way. Uh, we're deep into the Christmas season, and and yeah, before before you at me, yes, I am aware that Thanksgiving comes before Christmas. I'm also aware that we've not hit Thanksgiving yet. I don't know if if y'all know anything about me, but I am very much pro Thanksgiving. Okay, so I did not forget it. I never forget Thanksgiving. Uh, I am one of those guys that firmly believes that Thanksgiving falls inside of the Christmas season. Okay, so right now we're in the Christmas season. Thanksgiving falls into that Christmas season. You may disagree with that, and that's okay. Everybody's got to be wrong sometimes, right? Uh, But the weather's getting colder. If you live in in East Tennessee, um, all that means is that the weather's getting slightly more consistently cold, kind of. I mean... Last week it was in the 30s and 40s. This week it's in the 60s and 70s. But we're getting—it's it, definitely not 90. So uh, the weather is shifting. Uh, there's different smells uh, popping up all over the place. You're walking in stores now. It's smelling like cinnamon. It's smelling like uh, you know pumpkin spice. All those good things. Um, yes, pumpkins. I get it. Thanksgiving. I get it. Uh, but you're starting to hear some Christmas music every once in a while. You're starting to, you know, hear that out. We've actually already got our Christmas tree up. We started that tradition a long time ago where first weekend in November, we we drop our Christmas tree and put it up. By drop it, I mean we set it up and put it up. So it's already up. I'm not ashamed of that. I do not care about that. Um, but, you know, everybody's got their holiday beliefs, and, and that that's okay. I've got no problem uh, if if you disagree with that and you don't put it up till after Thanksgiving, I'm fine with that too. I used to be one of those people. I I am a real tree person, by the way. I like real Christmas trees. My wife not so much, uh, but you know, it's it's all right. It's all right. I it, I I there's certain hills to die on, and that's not that hill. So I the fake tree it is. I just hate fluffing fake trees. It slices you up. I I just I understand. I get it. Well, you say you don't have to put the lights on it. Sure, I get it. I still have to fluff it. I'm going to touch every square inch of this tree, fluffing it. Might as well put lights on a, you know, a, a real tree that actually smells good. You got to keep it alive 30 days. Sure, why not? Anyway, that's another soapbox. Um, but Anyway, uh, however and whatever your your Christmas holidays beliefs are, uh, we can all agree that we're quickly approaching the end of the year, um, and we're getting to that place where we kind of reflect on the year, and uh, we we you know we, we tally our wins, we tally our losses. Um, sorry, this microphone is moving and it's driving me absolutely insane. Uh, there we go. Uh, anyway, we're tallying our wins and losses. Uh, we start kind of giving ourselves grades for the year and uh, preparing ourselves for the future. Uh, maybe maybe y'all don't do that. I just kind of I think it's human nature to kind of do that a little bit. But um, a common thing that I've uh, at least as far as myself, a common thing that I've seen this year for me is uh, though I'm only 34, uh, sometimes I can sound kind of like an old fart. And uh, and as my wife so sweetly puts it, um, not all the time. 
Not all the time, by any means. Actually, most of the time I don't. I just, I am, I'd like to think that generally I'm pleasant to be around. Um, and I, I try to be anyway. Um, but I, I do sometimes catch myself uh, reacting with that like side-eyed, um, you know, get off my lawn. Uh, they don't make it like they used to. You know, uh, back in my day, I, I sometimes I find myself doing that, and then I'm definitely this year a lot more than in years past. Um, but uh, you know, it's it's mostly in two areas though. Like one area is is music. Uh, I find myself doing that in music. Uh, a lot of days today's music often just kind of makes me question humanity from time to time, uh, especially our intelligence. But uh, if you rolled your eyes at that, by the way, I think you're probably the problem. Um, see, I did it again. I didn't mean that. Kind of. The other is uh, internet comment sections, um, which I should avoid. Uh, but when you when you read through some of the strongly worded suggestions by like, you know, at Fartknocker123 Turdbag, you know, who's messaging safely from their parents, you know, home, um, or reading some of the facts from, you know, insert passionate calling, you know, here, uh, typing from their local grocery store break room that they're working at, whatever. Um, I can sometimes find myself, uh, in that place of, uh, of wonderment that we, as human beings have not burned this, this planet to the ground, uh, just by pure accident, honestly. Um, so I, I know that I should be avoiding the comment sections, but I, I guess at my old age of 34, I am, uh, glutton for punishment from time to time. But so this, this week, uh, I've encountered these emotions many times while, uh, uh, while watching or listening to many very talented people, um, who I follow and that uh, cover nerdy things that we all know and love. Um, this this past week was full of like finales and and kind of like movie release dates that were dropped, yeah, especially in the MCU. Um, nerdy news, future news. We got a lot of that this past week, and obviously tonight we 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 got some more news tonight. Um, uh, and then there was there's just tons of opinions out there and thoughts, as there should be. And, and like many of you, uh, I navigated my way through <laughs> through the wave of fun in the comments. And um, I found a ton of bickering and like very little discussing. It was mostly just people griping back and forth at each other. Um, and I think I think the key to this kind of stuff, because we are all very passionate, we all love these things. you know, I, i'm I'm not one of these people that's gonna sit back and go, hey, you shouldn't be aggravated about your, you know, what whatever the MCU, Star Wars. I mean, the thing is, I, I I treat these things just like just like sports, just like LSU. You know, I I'm a passionate LSU fan. I'm a big Saints fan. I got the goat sitting over my shoulder here. You know, uh, I I I'm 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 passionate about about my teams, but I'm also hard on my teams. I get frustrated when they make bad decisions. You know, uh, you know. We we got what should be the Heisman uh, winning quarterback playing for LSU right now. Daniels is an absolute beast. If he does not win the Heisman, it's an absolute travesty. 
but you know, as much as I love uh, Daniels and that offense and how well they've played, neighbors and, and and the whole crew just phenomenal, putting up crazy numbers. That defense has been frustrating, and as a fan of LSU, I've been frustrated with them. But at the same time, I have I, I've not sat here as as a as a person who sits on the couch watching the very talented athletes play. I have not pretended to actually know the solution, you know. I mean, you you can sit there and go, I think they should do this. I think they could do that. It would be nice if they had this or, or if they did that. But that's a lot different than this is what they're missing, as if I'm an actual, you know, retired athlete. I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there. But discussion, I think, is key. Um, I think that's, that's that, you know, I mean, discussing things is why we started this podcast in the first place, right? Because you know, that's what we did in a, in a group text message. You know, we, we ran across nerdy things, movies, comic books, whatever it was, and we talked about it. Me, Dr. J, Brando, what, we sat in there and we, we found ourselves discussing it so much that we were like, hey, let's sit down and have a podcast. Let's, let's do this into in some microphones. And, yes, we get passionate about our stuff. But we're just discussing it for the most part. And I also think we do we we don't pretend to be professionals by any means. We very much are not professionals. We do not work in in the movie industry. We do not write comic books. We're just fans. And we we love love this this stuff that we talk about. Um so I saw a ton of extremes out there this week. Um with very little discussion taking place, at least in the comment sections. Um, so tonight, what we're going to do is we're going to do some discussing. That's what we're going to do. Okay, we're we're going to we're going to use perspective, and and then we're going to throw some opinions out there. And opinions are okay, and because that's what's you know that's that's just honest thoughts based off of things that we saw or things that I saw. We're gonna throw. I got like I said. I got some audio clips here. We got some different things to talk about. Me and this microphone, Mike Stanner, about to fight. Um, we got some some thoughts to throw out there, and then hey, you guys can get in that comment section and offer your thoughts on these things. But we're gonna do it with respect, right? We're gonna do it with respect, and we're gonna do it with friendly, uh, fun banter. Because that's at the end of the day, this is all fun. Marvel is fun. Star Wars is fun. Even when it's bad, it's still fun. We have superheroes on a screen in front of us, and that is a beautiful, beautiful thing, uh, no matter how it ends up, you know, ending in some cases. Um, a hot topic I saw out there uh, this week was, has the MCU butchered the character of Kang, and should they move on from Kang? And a lot of people saying that, uh, especially with the finale of Loki, should they just move on? and um, switch the main baddie for this next wave of MCU movies and shows to be Doom, which, don't get me wrong, I love I love Doom, but um, I think here's the thing with uh, with Kang. I think they had a great introduction to him with, with He Who Remains. Uh, I think that uh, they obviously cast a very, very talented actor in Jonathan Majors. Um, every scene that he and Loki... Are, are in uh in both season one and season two which by the way there may be a, we're not i'm not breaking down that episode uh, at least i don't think i will i have not listened to all the audios that we have so they may there may be some spoilers is what i'm, I'm about to say for loki season one season two and potentially uh the marvels so you've not seen those 
um, go watch them real quick and come back and uh, so we can get the views or the listens. All right. Uh, so this is your warning. There may be some spoilers for Loki and the Marvels um, in these next this next little bit. But um, season one, season two, anytime Loki and he who remains were sitting down and having a conversation, it was just pure awesomeness, man. It was it was action without there being action. And uh, Jonathan Majors was super, super talented. Even as as Victor Timely, I know what's crazy about this, and this is the genius of Jonathan Majors a little bit. Uh, everybody made fun of the, the stutter that he used while while playing Victor Timely, and um, the thing is, he knew he knew people would do that because he literally makes fun of the stutter himself in the finale when he talks about you know what did v- v- Victor Timely say? You know, like it's it was. I mean, that's just how good he is. And, and so, but every time they were in in uh, in a shot together, it was it was fantastic. I think they ran into some bad luck. I think, well, I think the MCU in general has run into some bad luck since Endgame. Um, just, I mean, I think a little bit way. I think they got a little way too ambitious too on the part of. Uh, uh, Chapek and company there um, had some bad luck maneuvering through, you know, obviously restrictions and the difficulties of COVID. Um, that could not have been easy, obviously. Uh, then the unfortunate legal troubles of, of Jonathan Majors when it comes to Kang has been a big distraction, has been a big conversation. <clears throat> obviously not wanting to just completely cut him loose. You know, they, they've been practicing the whole innocent until proven guilty thing, but uh, that is still out there. That is still going. Uh, I think he's got a hearing sometime in December. Uh, I think it's when they start the whole uh, court hearing stuff. So um, I, it's they've had some bad luck there as well. Uh, the, the unfortunate passing of Chadwick Boseman. Oh, oh my gosh, like – that one still hurts to even think about just the, how much he meant to the fans, how much he meant to uh, obviously Marvel fans, but just fans in general. Just a just an awesome, awesome person. Plus, on top of all that, the multiverse is difficult. You're trying to base this next wave of of MCU movies on the multiverse. I'm not a huge fan of like time travel stuff. I'm not a huge fan of multiverse stuff. Because it just it messes with the plot if you're not careful, uh, it muddies the water. It, it's just I don't know, and and we've seen um, like with the with the post in game prop properties, uh, we've it's it's just not been easy, and it's it's been it's been muddy. It's been muddy at times. There's been some good stuff in there, but it's been muddy trying to navigate this whole multiverse storyline. Um, throw a writer strike in there, throw an actor strike in there on top of all that. Uh, and you've got a pretty large crap sandwich, man, pretty large crap sandwich. And you as Disney and the MCU are trying to sell to us, the fans that this big crap sandwich is, is like chocolate cake. And it's just, it's just not, um, it's a lot. That's a lot, man. And, uh, but even in, in all of that, We've seen the MCU get some hits, though. I mean, Loki's season one and season two was awesome. WandaVision, I personally like Shang-Chi. I think Dr. J is not a huge fan of it. Uh, Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Um, 
you know, plus we've seen some some shifting here as as of late. You know, Chapek is obviously gone. Um, the Echo trailer looks very promising. Um, you know, it seems like Iger, Feige, and company are kind of push. You know, we're seeing them push back release dates um, to maybe. Uh, thinning things out a little bit more, looking for quality, maybe over quantity. Uh, I think as, you know, as a fan, I, I love that. I, I, I love the, the thought of there being, you know, a little more time for, for us to, to want another movie versus just being overloaded with stuff where the quality is not that great. Um, I think as a fan, um, they should... Uh, as a fan of Kang, I think they should continue the Kang story. That's just this is my opinion. Um, maybe not make it, uh, maybe pivot things a little bit where he's more in the background for a little bit, maybe um, just for a few shows, a few movies until it's time for him to show up and just kind of, you know, wreck shop a little bit. Uh, I've, you know, I've seen people talk about obviously Dr. Doom, uh, especially with how Loki season two ended. It could be, a lot of people feel like it could be an easy transition there. Um, and it would give time to, you could push Dr. Doom in there, make him the big baddie for a while. And depending on how the Jonathan major stuff works out, maybe you bring King in later and it creates an even bigger threat. And, uh, you kind of forget, it gives you time to kind of forget the fact that the, all those King variants are out there. And then all of a sudden they show up and things get crazy. I don't know. I think they announced today today that the director that was uh, attached to the King Avengers King Dynasty movie is either stepped away from the project. I'm not sure if he's if he was fired or let go if he stepped away, but no longer directing it either way, which you don't like to you don't like to see that. Um, but uh, yeah, a lot of people think thinking Doctor Doom. I think that um, whatever they do. I think the, I would like to see them just kind of take their time, you know. I think take your time. Um, there's, I think there's only one MCU movie planned for next year, and I believe that's there. That's yeah, it's Deadpool three. Let me see. Yeah, Deadpool three is the um, right now. I think is the only movie MCU movie. Uh, I, I, they they did drop the Madam Web trailer today uh, I have not watched it yet maybe do might do a review of that here shortly but um, but that's a Sony movie but as far as the MCU I think the only movie out uh, next year is uh, Deadpool 3 and I like that I think that's I think that's great it gives us fans uh, time for our hearts to start uh, you know needing that juice again you know like it's you know uh, makes the heart grow fonder you know um, and we need that, I think, a little bit with the MCU. Uh, we do, I think we do have a couple shows. I know that uh, What If Season 2, I think it drops actually next month, which I'm looking forward to that. I love Season 1 of that. Um, anyway, uh, but for those of you that uh, have seen the, um, who have not seen the post credit of the Marvels, I'm about to talk about that here. Um, but you know, there's something that's obviously, and there, here's your final warning. Okay. We get, we get the beast from the X-Men, um, who shows up in the post credit scene. And, uh, you know, if that drops five years ago, 
if that drops five years ago, that everybody loses their mind, you know, potentially breaking the internet. And it really just kind of seems like nobody cares. I mean, we've been, you know, begging for the X-Men for a while now, and we actually got a an, an established X-Men in Beast uh, from the Fox properties shows up in this post credit scene, you know? I mean, obviously we had um, Professor X in, uh, and this is now, yeah, I guess I forgot, we had Professor X in, uh, I keep wanting to call it WandaVision. It actually wasn't WandaVision. It was actually a Doctor Strange movie. But we got him in, in, in that movie. We've now got the Beast in this one. I mean, we're, we're starting to see X-Men show up now, at least in other, multi, in other multiverses or universes, whatever. Um, but, yeah, I mean, like five years ago, that would have had everybody losing their mind, and nobody really kind of cared. It just, I mean, obviously people cared, but... Like nobody, it's not really blown up like you would think it would, and maybe it's because hardly anybody went and saw the movie um, opening weekend. But I mean, that was leaked before the movie was even out. So <coughs> I don't know. I don't know. We, I mean, we got Beast. Uh, I, I, I think with the MCU, they they just, I think they need to simplify a few things, which it looks like they're getting ready to do. Uh, I think the Loki finale, how that ended with with Loki sitting on the throne, uh, holding everything together, uh, is is awesome. And I think that sets up opportunity to do a few different things, a few different directions to really simplify things. Um, if and I think if Jonathan Majors' legal troubles, you know, take a bad turn, uh, I mean, then if he needs to go, then he needs to go. You need to get rid of him. Uh, but, and I guess one of my things is I don't hear a lot of people talking about recasting. I mean, that is that, do we just not recast people anymore in 2023? Again, I'm not a professional. I just work at a, an insulation company, but, uh, we're just not supposed to do that now. Uh, can we not, I know Jonathan Major's charisma is, uh, on screen and just period is, you know, wild and def- difficult to, to mimic and obviously to replace, but, I mean, it's also Disney, you know, and Disney's got all the magic and by magic, I mean money. And you would think they would find some way to replace them if they needed to. And we as fans can obviously deal with a different person playing somebody. That's why I've never understood the the fear of recasting characters who have either uh, passed away or stepped away from from the thing or got into some legal troubles. Like we can't recast them. Like, I mean, why not? Uh, I mean, we, we get it. We, we just want the, st- we want a good story, right? As Dr. J says, we want a good story. We can deal with the person, maybe looking a little bit different, uh, than, than what they were. I mean, obviously without getting too crazy, but, but, but Hey, I, I love doom too, though. <laughs> so as long as if they can make the story work, then let's roll with it. I, I am down, with that, just just uh, just make it. I would prefer quality over quantity. You know, I don't need three movies, four movies a year. Uh, one or you know, one movie's fine. I can deal with that as long as it's good. And I think we said, I think last week, week before last, that I think a big reason why people are struggling with the MCU as it stands right now is the kind of a shift in. Um, this not really shift, but just 
where things are just, we're not seeing the connections and stuff. At this point in the first two, three, four phases or first two or three phases of uh, the MCU, we were seeing connections already and we're just not seeing that many of them now. And to find them, you're really having to, to look and, I don't know. It, it's it's a little muddy. It's just a little muddy. I think simplifying that is going, and it looks like what they're going to do is going to uh, work wonders here. But um, the boys uh, couldn't make it, but they sent me some audio clips here. Uh, Doctor J said he had a hot take here, so let's see what he had to say. So Loki season two just ended. Um, that might be giving Tony Stark a run for his money on the best Marvel character arc. I don't know how to feel about that. He's not wrong. He is not wrong. Uh, the finale of Loki was magnificent. Um, which by the way, if you haven't seen our most recent TikTok, go check that out. I called it. It's about the closest we have ever as a crew been dead on to predicting something. And it wasn't even my main prediction. It was just a, it'd be cool if this happened type of prediction. And then it happened. Uh, I mean, I said, basically I said, it'd be cool if, if, uh, Loki ended up being kind of like a, a watcher that sat between, you know, time space and seeing these worlds and that's that's pretty much what he does now he's holding the the timelines together sitting in between the timelines on the throne <clears throat> what a great great uh journey we got with loki i mean the first episode of season one was titled glorious purpose the finale of season two was titled glorious purpose and we see this this loki and again this is a loki that was plucked out of the first avengers movie right so this was this was not the loki that that got to fight with thor and ragnarok and all this stuff this was the the, the loki that just got his tail whooped in new york by the avengers <clears throat> he shows up he's cocky he's all good he's he's broken mentally eventually by the tva by mobius and the gang and he's just he's he's just all like hey i'm i'm a god you know, I'm, I'm, I'm was created to rule and, and this whole thing. And we see that shift by the end of season two, where he, he's valuing his friendship. He's valuing these people that he's in the time and the lives that are being affected by the timeline. And he, we see him go through all this transition with centuries and centuries and centuries of training and, and trying to, trying to fix everything. And to the point where he finally says, I'm going to get my throne, but it's not, a, it's not, a throne where I rule over everybody. It's, it's the throne. It's a throne of sacrifice. And I'm going to sit on this throne so that my friends and these, these lives that I have affected can continue to grow and do and choose how things, how things go. He gave everybody a choice. And that meant that he has to sit there by himself. He, he literally like he admits to being, he was, he's, he's fearful of being lonely. He was scared to be alone. And at the end of this finale, he chooses loneliness so that everybody else would have a choice to be happy. What an amazing journey. And I, I totally see what he means by giving Starks. It's close. Stark and Loki are 
honestly my two favorite storylines and my two two probably my two favorite characters in the MCU. Uh, he had something else here too. Then what did he say? Let's see what he said. Hey, one nine hundred nerdy talk. Here's my hot take for you. He's got a great so, job. If the Flash is at his full power, and this is not CW Flash, this is comic book Flash, I think he could beat Superman in a fight. And I know that I'm biased. Okay. A little but bit. A little biased. He's kind of written to, so he can move at light speed. He can move faster than Superman can. Not only can he go back in time, but he, he can move faster just in general. He can also phase through matter. And Superman is strong, but he's still matter. Matter is matter. So could he not just do what he does in the Flash movie that just came out and just vibrate hands straight through? He could beat Superman. I said it. Interesting. So he's saying that the Flash could beat Superman. That is uh, that is definitely a hot take. I mean, I guess... He's, is he talking about vibrating through his chest, rip out his heart? What are we talking about here, Dr. J? Um, I tell you what, I'm not going to touch that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you guys give give your thoughts on that. We may throw that into a, a TikTok or something to get y'all's thoughts. So what do y'all think? The Flash beating Superman in a fight straight up. I don't know, man. I, I have a hard time betting against somebody with laser eyes. You know what I mean? Uh, let's see what Brando had to say here. Hey, Joe, and uh, also to you, Nerdy Talk Nation, hello. Um, when it comes to hot takes for uh, the Loki Season 2 finale, I think my hot take would have to be that the journey of the line for all of us that Loki went on, I think now carries the same weight for me as I Am Iron Man did. There you um, go. There you go. Because... In Iron Man 1, I Am Iron Man was very much like a declaration of who Tony Stark was and what he's going to do for everybody. And is so, I don't want to say pompous because that, that wasn't like his attitude in the moment. Um, but he was the man with the answers. And the final I Am Iron Man was the realization that the answer to the problem was sacrifice. There's and that word Loki again. he went on that same journey because when he said... Um, I want to do this for you. I want to do this for all of us to Odin. That was very much a, I'm actually being secretly selfish. I'm acting like this is about everybody else. And that final, this is for all of us truly was him accepting the sacrifice that he had to make to do the things that needed to be done that only he could do the same way that Tony Stark looked at, Iron, looked at Thanos and said, I am Iron Man and I'm prepared to do the thing that no one else can do. Hmm. those two lines I I found that interesting where Loki says that about I'm doing this for you for for Odin for for Thor for all of us he he literally it's almost the exact same line he says in the finale but two very very different meanings and that that first scene where Loki's in, in the movie where Loki's hanging on and he says that it's not about it's not at the end of the day it's not really about them even though he's saying it's for them it's not it's for his acceptance by them. It's for his, not even acceptance, it's for his rule. Like, he wants to be, you know, head of the table with them, if not above them. That's actually what he meant when he was saying that then. Fast forward to the finale of Loki, it's a completely different meaning. 
same words, completely, completely different meaning. Uh, just what a great journey. And it really does mirror Tony Stark's I Am Iron Man. When we first hear him announce it to the press conference, I Am Iron Man, he puts the hands out to I Am Iron Man and Endgame. It, those those two stories and how they intertwine it just and, and mirror each other, phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. That MCU deserves a standing ovation. And like that right there is what keeps people showing back up for the MCU because that's what they're capable of doing. And we waited for Loki season two a little bit. <laughs> All I'm saying is sometimes waiting is it's a good thing. Sometimes waiting is a good thing. Uh, before we shut it down tonight, a couple of things I want to do. Number one, I want to give a shout out to our friends at crypto comics. Uh, we talk about them every week. That's because we give them money every week and buy books and Funko pops and statues and all those things from our friend, Rocky, the living legend, Loki, Angelo, Tina, and the whole gang there. If you are in the East Tennessee and Knoxville area, uh, make sure you go see our friends at Crypto Comics. They got the best deals in town. If you have that nerdy itch, go let those good people scratch it for you because they are the best at scratching that itch. And then uh, if you are not following us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook, you need to do that so that you can keep up to date with all of our posts, get in the comment sections and communicate with us because we that's how we, we love to hear from you. We love to uh, hear your thoughts on all things dirty and nerdy. We love to hear it in that comment section, mostly nerdy. Let's try to keep it nerdy, less dirty, obviously. Uh, but uh, if you're not following us on those, get on there and follow us. Uh, tag your, your friends in the posts so that they know to get on there and follow. Share the post up, obviously. And then YouTube. Follow us on YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell, as the kids are saying today, uh, and because we're putting our episodes uh, on YouTube as well now, along with you know trailer reviews and things like that. Uh, we have we did not intend initially to to jump into the YouTube world uh, very quick at all. We primarily just wanted to kind of stick to the podcast format. But, uh, you know, that's kind of where the world has shifted to a little bit. So you're going to be seeing us on the YouTubes a little bit more, the YouTubes. Old fart. Um, but, yeah, get on there, follow us, tell your friends about us while you're there. Uh, we got a shout-out today from our buddy Ethan Petruno with Crime Brought to Light podcast on his Instagram about a little wager that we made with you guys a few weeks ago where uh, if you if we get to 300 followers on Instagram by the end of the year, uh, we will take at some point at the beginning of next year, take a little trip to a haunted cave, uh, the Blair something cave, some kind of haunted witch cave with Ethan to uh, record an episode of Nerdy Talk. Um, I can tell you right now, I'm not a huge fan of ghosts, as neither is uh, Brando. Dr. J seems weirdly excited about it. Um, so, if y'all want to see us uh, face our fears uh, and record uh, probably <laughs> some exciting entertainment for you guys inside of a haunted cave, uh, go follow us on Instagram. Tell your friends and your family to follow us there. Um, we have a 
with just a little bit time, a little bit of time left, we have a special uh, call-in edition of the Baca Cup. Instead of uh, instead of just reading, actually pulling from the cup, we had a fan of the show, friend of the show, uh, my boy Luke, called in and sent me a message for us to listen to and give uh, an answer to for a Baca Cup question. So here is Luke. What's up, guys? Luke Ventry here. Love the podcast. I've got a couple questions for you. First Ooh, question, um, and I'll just dive right in. What Loki variant do you identify with the most? No, <laughs> no need to get too political there. Um, mm. And then second question, if you could pick any universe to grow up in, which one and why? Again, love the podcast, y'all. Keep doing your thing, and uh, yeah, talk nerdy to me. My dude, Luke. Luke Ventry, he's the man. Um, great questions, by the way. Uh, Dr. J put in our group chat that he, of course, identifies as the Gator Loki, which makes total sense. Uh, Brando <laughs> said that he, uh, he is President Loki, which also makes total sense. And I am the old fart Loki with the weird tights uh, that dies. Spoiler. Uh, in the finale of Loki season one, that is definitely, definitely me. Um, what universe? I'm assuming he means across, not not just Marvel and stuff, but across the board. I mean, Star the Star Wars universe would be fun to live in. Uh, I mean, I mean, obviously, unless you lived on Hoth or Tatooine, then it kind of sucks. Or, or, uh, yeah. Well, actually, it could be kind of crappy for a lot of people. But all the fun planets, all the cool planets that actually have regular seasons and stuff would be pretty cool. Uh, intergalactic traveling and all that good stuff would be pretty, pretty wild. Um, oh, Dr. J did say he would love to live in the Lego universe from across the Spider-Verse. So we got two Spider-Verses here. So he wants to live in the the uh, the Lego-verse, Lego-verse from uh, across the Spider-Verse. And then... Brando wants to live in the universe uh, where that Spider-Gwen is from. i tell you what, the X-Men universe, that's where I want to live. Because uh, I, I think mutants are cool. As long as they're not trying to kill me, um, I think it would be cool to kind of be a mutant. Um, of course, you'd have to probably deal with all the mutant haters, so maybe that's a bad idea. I just think mutants are cool. Yeah. Well, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for tuning in, taking time out of your week to hang out with us here on 1900 Nerdy Talk. Hopefully, very soon, next week maybe, we're going to have the boys all together again, the band back together for another episode. Make sure you are following us on all the social medias. Make sure you're seeing our friends and going to Crypto Comics to get you some comic books and Funko Pops. And make sure that every Thursday, 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I love that note, that you are tuning in to 1900 Nerdy Talk. And uh, I got done too quick because the solo's not playing yet, so this is where I have to talk a little bit until the solo hits, like right about right now.
Daniels for Heisman.